Welcome to Wind Chime Storytime. I'm David. And I'm Reese. Today we are reading The Enchanted Ball by Liana Wall. Let's join the fairies as Glow, the youngest fairy, gets into some mischief that leads to a new idea. The only ways to see the humans in their world was through the Evermore tree or through Twinkle's teardrops. The gateway to the world through the clouds was only accessible by the wise owl who held the key. From time to time, Selina would ask to see the humans, and the Evermore tree opened, and a vision of the humans appeared. The young fairies were not allowed to do this without Selina with them, as seeing the humans was a very special and powerful thing to do on your own. Selina especially enjoyed seeing the humans with their families, all laughing and playing together. When humans were happy, the land of Enchandream shined with all their glory. One afternoon, the fairies were all busy with the caterpillars in the creating hollow, making new dresses and shoes for the coming change of season to spring. They loved to use the little stems and leaves to stitch their dresses together. Glow, the youngest fairy, wanted to do something else with her sisters right away, as she always wanted to explore and do everything in Enchandream. Can we do something else now? She said to her sisters. Not yet, replied Twinkle. Some of us haven't finished. Make sure you finish your shoes. Glow gave a deep sigh as she shrugged her shoulders. Very well, she said and sat down to finish off her pedal shoes. As creative time went on in the hollow, Glow was eager to explore and do something more with her afternoon. She saw that her sisters and the caterpillars were very busy sewing and stitching, so she stood up and tiptoed over to the open door of the willow tree. Looking back, she saw that no one had seen her leaving, and she smiled, knowing she could now go exploring. Glow decided to explore the willow tree to see what new things were to be found. Glow came across a little lily flower floating on top of one of the leaves, and also some blossom growing on the bark of the tree. Glow loved to explore flowers, as she loved to find new things. Just beyond the willow tree stood the tall Evermore tree, and Glow sneaked her way over the branches towards the Evermore tree, which stood still and silent. With a little jump off the last branch, she landed on the tree and crept over to the place where humans could be seen in the trunk of the tree. Glow knew she was not allowed here without Selina, but she was feeling exceptionally brave and mischievous today on her own little adventure, so she thought nobody would mind. Glow peeped in and asked to see the humans. I would like to see the humans, please, Evermore Tree. The trunk parted, and the images of little girls wearing beautiful dresses were before Glow's eyes. The little girls were skipping and laughing and dancing to the most delightful music Glow had ever heard. The girls were at a princess party. There were balloons and endless gifts for the special little girl whose party it was, and flashing lights as they dance. Glow! shouted Selina in concern. Step back from there right away! This made Glow jump, and then all her sisters came out of the willow tree to see what the commotion was. The wise owl flew from the top of the trees, and Dottie and Goldie from the bottom of the willow tree. I'm sorry, Mother, said Glow, looking startled. 
I just wanted to see the humans. You can anytime, said Selena. But I have to be here with you to guide you. The human world is very sacred and precious to enchanting, and you have to know how to manage the visions carefully. The other fairies flew over to join their sister and saw the embarrassed look on Glow's little rosy face. It is okay, said the wise owl, but next time call on us and we'll be here for you. Glow nodded and flew slowly with her head in sorrow back to the willow tree into her bedroom. The other princesses thanked Goldie and Dottie and said they would arrange to play together later before supper. As Glow sat on the edge of her mushroom bed, the other fairies all gathered around to comfort her. What were you doing? said Glitter. I wanted to see the humans, Glow replied. And do you know what? she said with a little cheeky smirk on her face. I saw the most incredible thing. This excited the fairies. What was it? asked Tinsel, clapping her little hands with anticipation. I saw lots of human little girls wearing the most beautiful dresses, dancing and smiling with one another to music and lights. There were presents and balloons, a real-life princess party. The fairy's eyes opened wide in amazement at what Glow had just seen. I think we should try one ourselves, said Glow. Do you think we can, said Twinkle. Yes, we can all help to arrange it. The Enchanted Ball, we can call it. Where all in the land can come and dance with us. That sounds wonderful, said Twinkle, and all the fairies nodded and agreed. This was to be the best Enchanted Ball ever known. All thanks to Glow, seeing the human little girl's princess party. Right away, the fairies set to work and rushed to the creating hollow to start making their invitations and decorations for the Enchanted Ball. They all had so many ideas, but needed a suitable space in the willow tree big enough to invite everyone. Where can we do this? Said Glitter, thinking hard with her finger under her chin. We can't use the bedroom. It's too small, laughed Glow. What about the creating hollow? Said Glitter. It's too messy with all our craft tools, said Sparkle. I think we should ask Mother. She may know a place in the Willow Tree Kingdom we could use. The fairies flew to the top of the Willow Tree, where Selina was reading a butterfly book, and asked if there was a place in the kingdom that they could use to hold their enchanted ball. Selina was absolutely delighted about this, and the idea of bringing the kingdom together through music, dance, and happiness. I know a place, said Selina, but this area of the kingdom has not been seen for many years. I became queen there, and it has been left untouched as it is incredibly magical. However, I want you to use it. Selina rose from her chair, walked over to her side table, where a brown box was laid underneath. She lifted it up and opened it to show the princesses. Inside was a beautiful golden crown with an illuminating rainbow gemstone delicately placed on the top. 
It shimmered and shone with so much power. Is that your queenly crown? Said Twinkle, gazing in amazement. It is, said Selina, as she removed the crown from its box and placed it gently on top of her head. This crown is particularly special, as it contains all the miracles and magic of Enchantream. The princesses looked on in admiration. They loved seeing their mother's magical fairy queen crown, as it was such a precious item to their kingdom and to their family. Selina closed her eyes and began to sing a magical spell. There is a place where all your dreams come true. A very special time we shared, memories of you. Take me to the time where I had the greatest fun, as a new enchanted ball has only just begun. Suddenly, the room changed to a grand ballroom with gold and diamond chandeliers and beautiful statues of royal fairies of the past. This is the grand fairy ballroom said Selina, looking all around her in delight. This is incredible, said Twinkle. We can really use this for our enchanted ball? Of course, said Selina. This magic of this world is yours. The fairies all clapped with delight. They could have never guessed that something so spectacular had been kept unknown and a secret from them. The fairies felt very special to be allowed to use this wonderful room, and they thanked their mother for such an unbelievable gift. Selina then closed her eyes, and suddenly again they were back in the willow tree. The fairies knew this was going to be the most magnificent time for Enchantream. The princesses worked all through the night, and finally all the invitations were ready. Called Sparkle to our beloved ladybird. Goldie! Cried Glow to our trusted unicorn. Please take these invitations to all in Enchandream and make sure they wear their most beautiful clothes. And don't forget one for Flynn, said Tinsel, her eyes sparkling with adoration for her forever pixie, whom she loved with all her heart. Dottie and Goldie placed the bag of invitations on their backs, with a special one for Flynn that Tinsel had made separately, and set off to deliver all the enchanted ball invitations. They delivered first to the caterpillars, then the butterflies, the bees followed by the hummingbirds and the squirrels. They arrived back to the willow tree, very tired from all the deliveries, to see the fairies making beautiful decorations. They had made hanging garlands and streamers to match the party that Glow had seen in her vision at the Evermore Tree. The evening had finally arrived. The fairies were all in their bedroom putting on their best dresses. They made them so floaty and pretty, perfect for dancing in. As Enchandream's sunny day turned into a starry night, the fireflies lit the root to the willow tree like a hundred candles all flickering with delight. Selina greeted the fairies and was amazed at how many animals of the kingdom had accepted their invitation. Look! said Sparkle in astonishment. All the fairies flew to the bedroom window to see their friends lined up between the fireflies' lights, 
ready to join the enchanted ball. Selina made her way to her chamber at the top of the tree and once again approached the box that contained her powerful golden rainbow gem crown. She lifted it up and placed it on her head. She closed her eyes and sang her magical spell. The fairies and all of Enchantrim Wood were in the Grand Fairy Hall. All of the fairies' decorations were hanging high and the flashing multicolored lights were simply dazzling. We have done it, said Glow. Our first enchanted ball. But where is Flynn? Said Tinsel, looking between all the beautifully dressed animals. Hold your special heart, said Twinkle. Remember how that works? Tinsel held out her little heart bracelet that Flynn had given her, and then immediately there was a little tap on her shoulder. Tinsel turned around to see her beloved Flynn, and she hugged him with all her strength. The music played by the little Beatles and Nance was just splendid, and everyone who attended was filled with such delight. Perry the Hummingbird waved at the fairies with his true love harmony, dancing away with his little bird wings, which he was now so proud of. When suddenly a big came from outside the Grand Fairy Hall door, followed by three loud, mighty knocks. The music stopped and silence fell. Glitter, the Fairy of Courage, flew to the door and opened it slightly. I didn't get an invite, said the hulking shape in a booming voice. Balzar, said Tinsel with a beaming smile. Glitter opened the door wide, and all the animals shrieked back at the sight of this grumpy troll. Falzar looked at all the animals that were a lot smaller than him in the hall and looked nervous and scared. And in a happy, low-toned voice, he said, I think I was forgotten about. I heard about the parties from the weasel at the river's edge, and he laughed at me because I wasn't invited. But I know we are friends, little fairies. And I've brought presents for everyone. All this he said with his eyes downcast. Then he slumped down with a huge bag filled with wrapped up beautiful presents. Welcome, Volzar, said Selina. Your friendship and kindness are exactly what we like here. Thank you. Tinsel flew forward. We are sorry that we didn't invite you. We thought you wouldn't want to come. But you are very welcome. Thank you, said Falzar. His mouth opened wide and a big beaming pointed teeth grin. He started to throw out to the animals all the gifts he brought to the party. And the music began to start playing once again. As the animals in Enchandream began to approach Falzar, they opened their gifts. The presents included magic rocks and stone crystals from them. They were all made by Falzar in his cave under the bridge, carved, designed, and all delicately made. Everyone was so grateful for the gifts and realized this grumpy troll was kind-hearted, and they loved him. Together, they all ended up clapping and rocking away to the music, tapping their feet and clicking the rhythm. Flynn also played his flute with the Beetle and Ant Band, and everyone was in high, happy spirits at this enchanted ball. Selina made her way to the back of the room, and 
and glanced at her kingdom's animals and creatures. Pulling out some fairy dust from her pocket, she opened her hand, revealing a vision of the humans and more dancing parties with little girls and their friends, looking happier than ever. She looked deep within and said, Thank you, humans, for showing my princesses that having friends and accepting others is true kindness and happiness. Just then, a bright illumination of the most incredible fireworks appeared in the sky, in the human world and also in an enchant dream. The fairies, animals, and Volzar all saw the sky filled with the most glorious colors and sparkles, as did the little girls in the human world. Everyone was seeing the most beautiful display in the sky. Selina had made the worlds come together, for just a moment, with stunning twinkles of light, magic, and surprise. Thanks for listening to Windchime Storytime! Have a pleasant day! And the next adventure's on the way. Bye! Um, this is the end of book two in the Enchant Dream Fairy series by Liana Wall.